Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the uh, 17th of December, 2020. We are seriously rounding the corner on a, um, would, uh, would rather just forget. Um, this is our last show of 2020. Uh, this is uh, Jim Hedge from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And um, I don't think 2021 is going to be remarkably different than 2020, <laughs> but oh my God, am I glad this one's over. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a feeling 365 from now, as we are exiting 2021, we're going to be in a very different environment. I, I don't think, like, it's not like some magic thing happens at midnight um, on the 31st that all of a sudden everything is brand new. But but I, I my big hope is, as we ease out <laughs> of next year, that we are all, you know what, I'll, I'll be honest, my personal wish for next year is that I get to sit down at a table with with all of my friends, many of whom are you know listen to our show or, or that are in our industry, um, that, that I get to sit down at a table with them and, and just just chat over a beer. And if, right, if, if, if I can add one thing to that, mm -hmm. in the Hilton Hotel on the Miracle Mile in uh, in uh, in Chicago, <laughs> at this time next year, and brother, I will join you. And uh, hundreds of our very best friends there. That'd be awesome. Um, that's another memory that's coming up for a lot of the the the, the more the, the older timer SEOs. Is right about now we'd be uh, just closing the last major show of the year, uh, SES Chicago, and it would be in this grand old Hilton Hotel in Chicago, um, the flagship Hilton Hotel, actually the one that the Hilton family actually lives on top of. Um, and it's great. It's all decked out for Christmas. It's a beautiful, beautiful location. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, people, people uh, out out in uh, Radio Land may have seen this in the movie theaters or at home watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where they go to the Bar Kitty O'Shea's. Um, and yes, uh, studio remembers Dave Naylor uh, lifting me up by the neck and holding me easily a couple inches off the ground in the Obama suite because he and I were drunk and challenging each other, which um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if anyone out there has seen Dave Naylor, but, uh, or seen me, but Dave is about twice the size of me. That was really dumb. Um, but I showed him. <laughs> I talked my way out of that fight. Let me tell you. <laughs> I miss those days and they, uh, yeah, they will be coming around again. We uh, vaccine is on the horizon and um, probably more than enough people will take it in the United States to make going down there safe again. Mm -hmm. And if not, um, I'll take it. And so me going there will be safe again. <laughs> Indeed. Or we could just have a, have a conference in Canada for anybody who's actually allowed to travel. Hey, there we go. <laughs> um, join so, us. Yeah, please join us. But you know what? I can't wait till next year. Yeah. Maybe next year at this time, things will be getting back to normal. Definitely 2022. Um, in fact, if you're thinking of speaking, of promoting your business, or of um, just getting out, getting out on the circuit, there's going to be an absurd, uh, insane amount of competition 
for speaker slots at the first of the conferences. So my advice to everybody is uh, start now. Mm -hmm. Start writing those articles, start getting published, start um, contributing whatever you can to the industry. We're in it, we're, and this is a perfect time too, because we are in a time of great change. Um, and some of the changes are in fact great. Um, and uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is the time to get, get started on, on planning for 2022 because you're gonna have a whole year to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know what, that's a, that's a great point. And, uh, and we were talking about how this time next year hopefully will, will be much better. So it is not too early to start preparing for the holiday season. At <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And have we got a, have we got a promotion plan for you? Um, All right. Was, uh, there actually some stuff, lots of stuff actually had happened this week. Um, I'm not even sure what the biggest story of the week was. I think, you know what? I think we, we, we got to go internal for the biggest story. This, the biggest story is one of ours, Bill. Yeah. Um, Bill Slosky, um, the great, um, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know how to describe Bill. He's kind of like all of our big brother. Um, I don't think I'd know a tenth of what I know about Google if it wasn't for Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Bill Slosky, um, one of the originals, one of the, uh, the, 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 the people who were doing SEO back in the late, late 1990s, early uh, 2Ks, one of the first moderators at uh, Kim Krosberg's Create-A-Site Forum had a, uh, a serious brain stroke over the weekend. Um, he's, he's alive. He's um, completely cognizant. He needs to relearn his motor skills. He needs to relearn how to walk and will be uh, in, in, in therapy for that for, for months to come. And uh, anybody out there, um, Bill Slosky has helped all of you in one way or another. There's just absolutely no question because Bill's the person who taught all of us how, how Google actually works. Because Bill, who graduated law school in Boston, um, knows how to read patents. He reads patents like um, I'm an English I'm, I'm I'm an English major. He reads patents like I might read Ulysses. Um, I'm, it's incredibly difficult material, but that's just what I, I do. Languages. He does patents. Um, and uh, yeah, he. Uh, I can't uh, honestly. Barry Schwartz comes to mind when I think of anybody else who's done as much to affect the industry. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of other names that, that come up that come up. No, he's he's one of those um, rare people that is contributing something, and and there are others, um, but he's one of those rare people that is contributing something that nobody else is. Right there, that in his absence there would have been a vacuum um, or a lackluster. Like, I mean, okay, I, I've written on patents, but not like he does. Right, like I, I not could not possibly replace that. So there, there aren't many people as contributors to the industry that you can say that about, that in their absence, we'd be completely, we'd be completely missing a, a piece of the equation. To, to be very honest, Dave, and I hate to throw this on you, but you and David Harry are the, uh, are the two other guys I turn to when I need to understand patents. Um, so uh, yeah, I hate to throw yeah. this one at you, but I think you got some... Uh, <laughs> I think we got some mighty big shoes you might be looking at right now. Um, that may be. Bill's not gone, 
but Bill's not here right now either. Yeah. Bill has affected you, though, and he's affected all of us. And if you go to BillSlosky.com, um, S-L-A-W-S-K-I, BillSlosky.com, stories about well, – we can say this is public knowledge now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Stories about Bill are, are appearing every day, um, much like what happened when uh, Matt Cutts, uh, when Matt Cutts lost his wife. Mm-hmm. Barry Schwartz, who is, again, some, another person who's just done so much for this industry, builds a tool allowing people to uh, upload stories about, about Matt. Now he's done the same with Bill. Um, builds a tool. You can upload a story about Bill has affected you as a person, as a mentor, um, as another SEO or whatever. And uh, this should give something, Bill, something to chew on and think about and maybe understand how much he means to all of us. Yep. Yep. So. BillSlosky.com, um, please go and contribute uh, contribute something there because uh, well because Bill's contributed more to your life than you know. Yeah. In another uh, really really piece of sad news, um, it was announced today by uh, SEO Elmer Bolton that um, he lost a second a second child in in the span of two months. Um, he lost a teenage child a couple of months ago and. Um, just this morning lost a, a son to kidney failure and uh that one stopped me because elmer's one of the sweetest nicest most helpful and usually happiest people and just you know just stopped me in my tracks I, 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 i'm still really really raw and feeling messed up and it's been hours since yeah yeah love your you know what love your loved ones Tell them you love them, hug them. Everything happens so fast. That is very true. Okay. Now we have actual tech stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, so uh, on Monday, uh, did you t- Monday, you, you get to work. I don't, this wouldn't have happened to you guys on the West Coast. But for us on the East Coast, you come to work and suddenly there's no Google because Google like, actually wasn't there. Google suffered perhaps its, its, its biggest outage ever. Monday morning, um, when services from Google Ads, Google AdSense, Analytics, Google Search Console, Google My Business, YouTube, Google Play, Google Firebase, um, Google Ads, uh, Apps and Workforce, Gmail, of course, and AdMob were all dead. Dead, 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 gone. Not even on the web. You got a five or three error whenever you try to go find them. Lasted for four and a half or five hours. And, uh, the problem, the problem solved. I mean, the problem solved. Google back up and operating again, but this was a weird one because it caused a number of what are called hard bounces. So when somebody says, "Say, say you subscribe to an email newsletter, and it gets sent to you," um, the, uh, the the email gets the, the header response like that, like email does not exist, and uh, systems like Mailchimp. Will just kill your email address, remove you from the uh, remove you from the subscription list, because as far as they know, they're 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 just doing house cleaning. They got the right they got the right response back from the from the email server from the daemon server, saying this character does not exist. Um, so think about all the people who scrupulously made email campaigns, um, who've gotten these like these these golden lists together. The email goes out, gets uh, gets out of the wrong time in that in that fateful four hours to send the email out your whole list can get ruined that way 
Mm-hmm. That's the worst damage I've heard. Yeah. Well, and and the the, I mean, there there's the supplemental. I mean, just back of your mind, right? Like we're we're SEOs. This is this is our livelihood. Um, just understanding the the augmentation of data. I mean, what was the original thing that I saw? And you're right. I being on the West Coast was not as impacted directly. Like I didn't come in and go, oh no. Oh, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> you know what, what, what's going on here but at the same time all like as you know we we run um campaigns i have a lot of alerts set up on paid campaigns going if things are different than the day before <laughs> um and and yeah i you know it got got flooded and it took my brain a second to go oh no and then month end reporting will come out and there are campaigns where doesn't sound like a lot in the context of an entire month but where our monthly reports are now going to have to take into account okay and yes we went down by this much but <laughs> it's because of this that's um, of an entire day yeah well, well that's it that's, that's it um and in some cases it's it's very very visible with, with some of our clients it's very clear that this is in there especially because of the time of year it was um, you know, at, at other times of year, if this had happened in the first, maybe, okay, first week of January could be a little chaotic for some clients, but uh, for, you know, sort of the second week of January, it's really quiet for a lot of our clients. If it had happened then, maybe not. When it happens during one of the busiest mm-hmm. shopping times of people doing panic shopping, it's very, very visible um, in there. And one of the things that concerns me for our clients who aren't on Amazon as well is, where do you go if Google's down? Um, and you need to buy something, right? A lot of people are already just going to Amazon, but for some of our clients, they don't sell on Amazon. They just you know, sell on their sites. And so they rely on Google and you know, organic and, and paid. Um, there was four hours in there that that was just not available to them. And it is something that it wasn't um, awesome. I mean, obviously their sites were still functioning, but that traffic source was down. No, that's an it's important note that you make. I got I got I got one client who in a normal month um, goes through maybe a million and a half in revenues in e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, this is December. This ain't a normal month. This is the month. They should be they should be doing two and a half easy or more. Um, and that's they need to do that. So a four hour period out of an entire month mightn't seem like a lot, but again, that's one sixth of a day out of a out of a 30 day period. Um, yeah. That actually will have an impact that will be measured literally in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Oh, in, indeed. I mean, I should know, like, I mean, there were, it wasn't all services. It, it was many, but um, we had one um, and it actually covered over and well, you know, like my, my wife, Mary and I work together and she handles a lot of social and she had big pushes going out with um, video and YouTube video. I had big campaigns going out. Uh, and that's where where we we noticed a um, a hiccup. And as you point out, there there were a lot of stuff um, like some email campaigns that I don't do, but um, that you know, now we need to figure out the reporting. Uh, so it it was it was interesting. But at the same time, credit where it's due, they got these systems back up and running really really fast. Like relative to how complicated these systems are. Like I always we always go in on the and you can't help it like a and here was the cost to us and at the same time i go okay they, they did it's amazing that the duct tape holds together as well as it does <laughs> and that these systems work at all um and, and and how quickly they they get these things back up and running but uh 
but yeah, it, it was, it was a really, really interesting. Um, it, it's going to be interesting when I'm having to do our month, like doing the full um, sort of cost uh, analysis after the fact um, on, on things. It, it will be interesting to measure. So check your lists. Um, if you see a whole bunch of forced unsubscriptions, you might want to go look at that file. Um, I understand that, that the larger email companies, um, they're actually, they have a way of, of, of trying to figure, of figuring out um, and restoring the, uh, the, the, the emails that were lost because of the, 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 the hard rejection. Um, and yeah, do, do a little bit of quick math to uh, fill in the gaps in your analytics. But yeah. um, the, the outage happened, you can cite it in your, uh, in your reports to your clients. There's dozens of articles about it. Everybody noticed. Put an annotation on your analytics so you remember next year, right? Like, might as well. Yep. Okay, we have got to take a break. Days ago, Roger Monty um, had reported on it. Um, and they are testing a, Google is testing a search results page. Um, and it is from yesterday. Um, an interactive search results page. So I didn't get that. What are they yeah, trying to do with this? It, it, it's interesting. Um Basically, what it is is it shows a little icon at the beginning of the description, and it just has like the 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 sort of a double. It shows you that there's an image. There's like a little icon to indicate there's an image. If you click it, it just opens up the images from the page. Now that may not sound big, but I have a lot of clients in travel, and I immediately locked in on how would I shop for travel. Like if I'm looking at a bunch of different hotels or something, you know. Vacation rental, Puerto Vallarta. Guess where I'm hoping to go soon. Um, you know, maybe next fall, maybe. Hope, fingers crossed. Um, you know, I, I would be clicking those to just quickly scroll through. I've already got emails out to clients going, we need to watch this. We need to watch how these images get picked so that we can make sure that we have the best images putting our foot forward. I love it. And the thing is, I don't think it's like, I, I note that I would use it because that's exactly the sort of weird crap I, I would use. I don't think our generation is the one that this is, is built for. And, and for, for our audience, Jim and I come from the same generation. We're both Gen X just to like sort of put us in. I don't think these sort of features are built for us, mm-hmm. but we know the generations beneath that, like, I, I mean, below oh. us in age um, are much more, they're the ones using Instagram, right? They're the ones using TikTok and, and things like that. The more, much more visually impactful well, yeah, but you you give me the opportunity to uh, to confirm that this location is in fact beautiful and has white sandy beaches, and I can see the bar just over there on the in the mid distance. You got me. Yeah, but well, that's uh, that's you know, and I, I I would like I know that I would use it, and maybe I'm wrong and not targeting our our generation. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe we would in, use it like gangbusters. In uh, fact, I'm going to suggest this might be one of the few times for an SEO where it's actually good that Google is you know keeping the user on the search page on the SERP rather than going into the listing because this is like, I don't know, like a confirmation, a a credibility mark. Um, Once they go into the listing, I bet you they're going to book. Yeah. One of the things I find really, really interesting about this is we're going to have clear indicators. And as soon as it goes live for because it's just in testing right now, as soon as this thing goes live, I, the plan is for, for our clients in, in travel is to, um, figure out all the pages and set up systems to monitor for click-through rate drops because if that click-through rate drop happens we need to view the images and if click-through rates go up we need to view those for why that's good right or 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 better and it may be that we only win because the other sites suck right like the other ones did a poor job so it might not be that we did great they did poorly but we know we're, we're like we may still have room for improvement but if we drop 
that's going to be one of the first places I look is, okay, what images do we have and, and how do we optimize to have the best images um, available for, for a specific query? Right on. That's going to, that's going to be most interesting. I, I suspect just note of advice and it'll be super fast because I know we got to go to break. Uh, if you want to get ahead of this, there's only one place I can think of, folks. Check your alt tags and names. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about this forever, right? But like, it's going to be one of the default locations. You might as well get on it now if you think images impact your your results. Always. I mean, again, this is one of the, one of the funny things. It's, it's Alt tags are among the basics. Like you should always be adding alt tags, make make it easy for Google Images. I think Google Images is now the third or fourth largest search engine in the world. It was displaced by YouTube. Um, it used to be the second largest uh, search engine in the world. Mm -hmm. So yeah, make it easy for Google Images. And if Google's building a new system that will augment its search engine results pages, remember Google engineers are working from home, so they're 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 a little bit lazy. <laughs> they're going to be using. <laughs> no, they're not a little bit lazy. I I I withdraw, I withdraw that. Um, but Google engineers are going to be using stuff that they've already built out. That 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 are if, if they're introducing something new, they're going to be using something that webmasters are already doing, like adding alt tags. So yeah, we'll we'll use alt tags because they're already doing that. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. That's that's uh. The more descriptive, the better. Yep. Okay, we got to take a break. Um, so I'm back, Dave Davis from Based on Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Jolly's Media. Y'all are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's December 17th, 2020, and we're back after these messages. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 17th of December, 2020. This is our last show in the year 2020. Um, next week is uh, Christmas Day and the week after is uh, New Year's Day. Um, so folks in the studio ain't going to be here and Dave and I aren't going to be here either. We will be running a couple of the, a couple of our more popular interviews from, uh, from the last year. Um, Den Fagella is going to be playing next year on Christmas day. And uh, Chris Brogan is uh, playing on new year's. So uh, we are here to entertain you, but we won't be here ourselves. 
Okay, so the other big story of this week, um, which actually actually started last week, but spawned over into this week, was a massive, and by the word massive, I mean bigger than we've ever seen before, cyber attack on critical U.S. infrastructure and American government um, departments. Um, the uh, hack exploited a... Um, a common uh, add-on or plugin called SolarWinds uh, to, to, to uh, many uh, content management systems or servers that allows system administrators to view what has happened on a website or with files or um, how, how employees interact uh, uh, with the website while doing their job, SolarWinds. Um, the hackers were really clever. Their attack started over um, almost a year ago when they started targeting the updates of this software. So every time every time a user, and, and when I, users included Microsoft, um, the Department of uh, 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 the US Treasury, um, uh, other American cabinet departments, um, I believe the US military, etc. cetera. Uh, so big users. Every time they downloaded an update, they were downloading the malware that the hackers had shoved into the update. Um, this went on for months and months and months until last week, the hack went live. So the hack was noticed pretty quickly. If you attack the U.S. government, chances are somebody's going to notice and get really, really mad at you. Just, just the way they are. <laughs> um, and uh, it was actually Microsoft who came to uh, the world's rescue. By the way, this hack this hack has been shut down and effectively terminated, but it happened and the vulnerabilities are still there and it's terrifying that it happened. But if people are, are you know, all, all worried that this, this, this hack on American infrastructure is continuing, Microsoft shut it down. Um, they removed the uh, digital certificates that the Trojan files used. They updated Windows Defender. You know, do you know that really annoying Windows Defender that runs on, on uh, Windows 10 and eats like 10% of your battery? Microsoft is saving the day by updating it frequently. Um, and for home users and, and, and likely institutional users, um, Windows Defender should be isolating uh, any Trojans that, that, that come down from uh, the solar wind attack. Um, Microsoft has uh, taken control of a uh, domain um, avsvmcloud.com that was being used to uh, control the malware. It's called sinkholing, apparently, and uh, Microsoft went to went to court and 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 nabbed the domain. And lastly, um, uh, Microsoft's um, Windows Defender has. Um, Oh, interesting. Okay, so Microsoft's uh, Windows Defender um, changed the default action from alert to quarantine because the people who made the who made the virus um, had a failsafe. If Windows Defender took one action, the virus would mutate and do a different thing. So Windows Defender now does a different action than anyway. Um, the hack is over apparently and microsoft is to uh, is to thank
all those people who were mad at Bill Gates for um, trying to save their lives with the vaccine can be mad at Bill Gates for saving critical infrastructure um, with, with, with Windows Defender. You're muted. Oh, okay. That jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame Bill Gates for that one too then. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Why not? Anyway, it was a big thing. It was a big deal that this happened. Um, and it's, it's weird how much goes on in the background that I think users don't notice. Yeah. Including me, right? I mean, mm -hmm. and there's there's actually a good chance that I happen to have seen that story as well, probably because it was so big. But there's a lot of people that will just never know that this even happened, right? That, that just and, – and, and this is – we were alluding to it earlier in Metric. Like, I'm shocked that the duct tape holds together as well as it does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that all this stuff goes on behind the scenes just to hold it together. Um, and, and, and so the internet continues to function. Could you imagine what would happen? I mean, I'll just say this: this is this is this this isn't meant to sound the way it's going to sound. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, folks, I am like so raw that I have no filters right now. Um, but could you imagine? And, and so many people are are facing this now because of COVID. There's you imagine if you worked in a restaurant, if you were a working musician, um, if you you worked uh, for a sports team or something, and just everything stopped and you lost your job. Well, imagine if the internet just stopped. Mm -hmm. We would lose our jobs. Like, your business would not exist anymore. Mine would not exist anymore. And I don't know what I would do. I'd, I'd be on the 2000 a month the Canadian government's giving away. Right, um, yeah. And I can't imagine that. <laughs> I just can't imagine that. Um, so, yeah, we do. We uh, Mind-blowing. So, speaking of doing your job... <laughs> <laughs> I got this Google Google giveth and Google taketh. I'm trying to find a segue to get to that. Um, Google Search Console has uh, disabled issue verification features. So you know when you're in Search Search Console and uh, you look at your performance problems, you you can see the errors that individual pages are having, and you got you sometimes you have 10, 16, 18 different sets of errors that you got to clear. Um, once you clear them. You can click verify and you can get a note back from Google. You've actually solved this problem or sorry, buddy, you didn't solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Right now, you can't do that because um, Google Search Console has removed the disable verification feature, uh, has disabled the issue verification feature because they're changing the way it works. Now, you might remember when they did the same thing with the uh, request indexing tool that also used to be a part of uh, Google Search Console, but was disabled while they changed the way it works. Yeah. It still doesn't work. No. <laughs> um, so no. Oh, it, it's funny, actually, you mentioned that one because I did not quite know how often I used it and how much I relied on it until they took it away. In no way. <laughs> Um, I had, I, I actually, had, I was, I was going to be Mister like super super tech guy and prove to the client that this was a, a, a yeah. watch this, I'll just push this button, boom, it'll be, the button's not there. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll just push this button, and everything will, everything will verify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, incidentally, a pro tip: check before the meeting. <laughs> yeah. If you're ever going to post something like that in a meeting, like which I've done a couple of times. Had gotten away with it more often than not if it weren't for those meddling kids at Google. Um, <laughs> um, check before you do stuff like that. 
in case you're looking for the structured data tool that tool that also used to be a part of uh, Google Search Console, you're probably not going to find it there. But if you go to schema.org, you will find it there. Google's going to move it over. So um, SEOs will still have access to it. But apparently Google's changing how that feature works as well, which makes me wonder if we're about to see a brand new Search Console. We, we may. Thing. And I think with that move, um, I, I, I'm much happier. I, I don't I don't think like clearly it wasn't just me that complained um, to, to Google about that one. But the structured data testing tool did different things. Yes, it did help. Like I, I, I get why as as part of their their ecosystem right now, they want to go. This is the one that will help. The, the rich snippets. This is the one that will help augment your search results. This is the one that, that, that you should be using as part of our ecosystem. But so many times I go to the structured data testing tool just to check my schema, not to find out. It, it, sometimes it doesn't even have um, something that relates to uh, you know, a structured, like a, a snippet or something like that, like a rich snippet or, or something like that. It just it's just schema that I want to check and I need the structured data testing tool for that. And the new one didn't do it. It would only check whether you were about to get something visual basically is, is what it was doing. So I, I'm really glad they are moving it because it was a nice, super easy way. There's other tools, but when you hear it, like, you know, Google keeps these things up. I, I don't think they'll be maintaining it, but I'm sure schema will keep it up as well. Um, one thing that I am going to be curious about is there's schema that isn't supported by Google or Bing, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's just schema that, that they don't support. Will there be something in there to go? Yep. It validates. Nope. It doesn't matter for search. <laughs> like, is there going to be something that, to let us, even if not, then, then those of us that are experienced will know the difference. Like we'll just know to look that up. But I think of like my dad, not that he would do schema, but I use him as a placeholder for like people who aren't SEOs. Um, they or, or newer know. SEOs, um, newer or SEOs. people, or you know what, or people who are just rushed because they've got six files in front of them, and and two of their colleagues were laid off. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I mean, this is how how these kind of mistakes happen. Um, I, I'm of two minds about this. In one sense, I think that Google should be maintaining these tools because they're so critical to the to how Google works um, and and how to use Google. On the other hand, schema is an agreement between um, Google, Bing, uh, and a couple of the other search engines. Um, and it strikes me that um, that should be an arm's length thing because um, it has to work for all the engines. But yeah. all the engines should uh, support all of the all of the tools that schema.org offers webmasters. Yeah, you know what? You, you bring up a really, really interesting point. And there's, I can't remember the name of the tool off the top of my head, um, but there's an, an image um, sort of tool, like a, like a, an image type um, tool, you know, whatever, PNG, whatever. And it tells you which operating systems um, and, and, and browsers support each image type, which is, you know, it's fine. And it would be interesting if they added that in now that it's, it's going away from Google, a okay, and here's all the schema types that we have found. And here's a little visual notation of, you know, a big G beside one, a B beside another, like basically a, and here are the different engines that are supporting 
um, you know, the, these different types of schema, just so that you know who you're who you're catering to at any given time. So, well, if you're really, really, really curious, there's a chance that some Googler has tweeted about it at one time or another. Um, and if a Googler has tweeted about it at one time or another, there is now a search engine for that. <laughs> yes. Rule 32. There's a search engine for everything. Um, SEOasked.com. S-E-O-A-S-K-E-D. SEOasked.com will search uh, the, the database of, of all tweets to see if they can find a tweet from a, from a verified Googler on whatever subject that you yourself may be searching for. I'm just checking a couple right now. And you know what I was surprised was not in there. I'm like, oh, I wish they'd like gone with like date ranges and stuff because Sandbox was not Mac. in there. So clearly they don't have Matt Cuts like pre him leaving <laughs> in in there. Because uh, I know he chatted about it. Was he active on Twitter back then though? Ooh. Would he have put that up on Twitter? Oh yeah, that's that's a good point. Okay. All right, all right. You might be right there because yeah, um, that was a long Twitter time ago, eh? Big, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so uh, I, I, I came across this photo from 2008, SES Chicago, uh, an interview that, that I was doing with Bill Hunt's kid, Bill Hunt the Fourth, mm-hmm. And um, this blew me away how long ago that was. <laughs> Only 12 years ago, but 12 years is an awfully long time. Yep. Um, so uh, I don't know that that's when Matt was more active. And again, I'm not, I'm not even sure that Twitter was what Twitter is today, 12 years ago. I don't know if Twitter even existed. It, it, it it's funny. It, I, I had to look this up while, while we were oh, talking. Oh, it did exist. It did. It did. It, it started in, in 2006. There was some stuff in 2005 with, with Matt Cutts confirming that, that sandboxes did exist, but he does have tweets from like 2009, um, that include the word sandbox. So, Matt's missing. That's what this is boiling down to. <laughs> and we miss Matt too. And, and we do miss Matt, indeed. Okay. Um, I've got time for one more quick one. Um, I like this story a lot, actually. This one, this one, this one gave put a big smile on my face. So I don't wear cosmetics. Um, not, 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 not much anymore. Anyway, now that I'm, now that I'm getting into my dotage. But if I did. I would probably go to Google and use their augment a new augmented reality feature to see how those cosmetics would look on my face. Mm-hmm. I could actually see a bunch of sudden clown faces appearing all over Facebook as people start taking advantage of this, like they did the Tunify Me one last week. Um, <laughs> I don't think that it's. I mean, I think it's cool that they're using augmented reality to sell cosmetics. But what I really think is cool is that Google's using augmented reality to sell anything. Because if they're selling cosmetics with it, they'll sell something else with it later, and that interests me. That that I, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I've seen some iterations of it in, in different types. I'm sure you have too, right? Where you can like place a product, you know, on your table or, or whatever. Um, this is the first time I've seen it in a like a Snapchatty kind of way, where it's like it's on on the face from from one of the major major producers. What I am going to find really really interesting is it's the first time I've seen Google mm-hmm. put a, a a product environment in place where whether you buy from Google or not, if in future you use your Android phone to take a snapshot or or a video that includes your face they're going to know if you bought that makeup, right? Like they will see it, whether you bought it from them or not, 
they will be able to interpret your face and know whether you purchased that product. Just like well, if you put that, that like turtle on your table and then you bought it, if they ever see that turtle in your house again, they're going to know you converted, um, even if you didn't buy it from them. Um, so it is going to be a, a, an interesting sort of new way. I, 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 well. I don't know that that's their interpretation. I know that that's something I would do if I were them. Um, but whether they are or not, I, I don't know, obviously, but. Well, do you remember what uh, what 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 Facebook's investment in Oculus Rift did for VR? Mm-hmm. I mean that 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 took it from something that was kind of interesting and and was plodding along into something that people might start using, to something that people had on their desktops, uh, sitting on their uh, on their desk or beside their computer monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, those glasses, and then Google got into it as well, and then Google got you know you make your make your own glasses from home. Yeah. Um, and that was all prompted by one of the big houses making an investment in this technology, whether it whether it moved for there you go, no matter how far that moved forward is another question. But once that investment was made, um, people became very, very, very interested in it. Now, imagine mixing um, augmented reality with something like, uh, I don't know, Pokemon Go. Um, not only do you have a completely cool game that people will play, but you have a gamified selling atmosphere that will convert 10 times what we're, what, what we're converting with persuasion today. Oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for, for folks who haven't ever played around with cardboard, like if, if you, if you haven't do, they, 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 you can buy the little, you can make the devices if, if you want. I mean, or you can get them like free or like dirt, dirt cheap. Here's one of the things about them is, is they do give you insight into, into what's coming. I mean, I've, I've been using them for, for quite a while. But one thing that is awesome about them, just if you've never used one, is with your camera, like on your phone, you can create yourself a, a cardboard. There's an app. They let you download it. And you just like basically you do a slightly more than 360 so it can create a full picture. It records the audio as well. I do this anytime I'm in a place I need to really, really remember. And you just stand in the middle of the Sistine Chapel. You stand, okay, you're not supposed to take pictures in there, but I did, but I didn't take a cardboard. Uh, <laughs> you know, or you stand on, on a beach that's somewhere wonderful and you just do your 360 and I can just slide my camera into my cardboard now, turn it in, look around. It's got the audio playing from that, that uh, you know, Mexican night that I was at in Puerto Vallarta and I can hear the music. I can see the people around me. I can remember that little kid who was running by. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's like a picture, but, but better. Definitely worth the investment of like probably $5. You're going to have to pay to get one and download the app. So anyway, well worth it uh, to really capture a memory. And also to start experimenting with uh, tools that are likely going to become, um, how to say this, as the web moves away from a text environment into more of a visual and video driven environment, um, persuasion and, 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 and putting products in front of people and, and selling stuff on behalf of our clients is going to be really, really different. And I'm, I'm so amused by the, by the idea of augmented reality when it, when it really becomes, how to say this, when it really affects how we relate to the web three or four years from now, um, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I want to be screwing with it now, not then. Yeah. Well, and, and somebody we should have on, uh, your friend of mine, Mr. Bill Hartzer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know he was part of a, a beta test. Um, and, and one of the interesting things uh, about this test, as, as I understand it, and we'll, we'll pull him on, but I, I read a little bit about it after the fact, um, was it allowed you to just point your camera at a building and data would come up. 
right? Like just point your camera yeah. and, and here's all this data um, that, that would pour out. And these are the types of incredibly useful things. Like I picture myself walking around a city I've never been in and just point my camera at a thing. I mean, Could you imagine I, we Chicago? already do it translate. Oh, it'd be wonderful. Just like a city with such rich history. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there will also be a Pokemon running past that you need to capture. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay, on that, we got to take one more break uh, uh, before we come back with our, with our last segment. So on behalf of Dave Davis for Beast on Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 17th of December, 2020, and we're back after these messages. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 17th of December, 2020. This is a programming note. This is our last show of 2020. Um, So uh, happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy New Year. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Um, I hope that they're safe and uh, and 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 uh, and loving. Um, speaking of safe and loving, the uh, did 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 we talk much about the core update earlier in the show? Uh, not in this show. Certainly didn't give it its due because it was it was probably the bigger one of the bigger Google stories of the month, and uh, it's done as of yesterday. It had finished rolling out. Oof. Uh, apparently started on the 3rd of December, finished rolling out on the 16th of December, and uh, this was a large one, covered um, most of Google's index, if not all of Google's index. Um, not a lot you're going to do if um, if you lost traffic because Google has no advisory on it except uh, wait until the next one. <laughs> um, which might take a while because the last core update was in May mm-hmm. and the one before that was in January. But um, I don't know. Did you see uh, 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 any loss or improvement? First, I'm just going to start with, I find their comment on that funny because I think it was last week, maybe the week before we were discussing their comments on we're as transparent as we can be. And I was you know, jabbing <laughs> at them in the word transparent and their advice is, now, what you going to do? Hang on. Um, anyway, I, I've got to pick on them. I understand why they do that. I don't blame them. I just don't like them saying they're not doing it. Um, overall, 
Um, it, it was it was an interesting little roller coaster ride, and over all of them, uh, like over all of our clients, um, or the grouping, we were out. But they went back and forth, and, and it's interesting. We have um, three sites we work on for one client in one sector. There's a reason there's three. It's totally legitimate. These are three different product, completely different product lines um, that don't overlap in, in keywords or anything. But um, we had two of them immediately rocket forward, like immediately big jumps forward. And one of them take big jumps back. Very, very curious. Same basic principles were at play with, with their SEO, right? Like they were the same infrastructure, same everything. By the end of it, they'd almost reversed. Everything hadn't gone down. And where overall they were actually up over, over the two-week period, last two-week period, all of them had moved forward, but the one that had lost was actually ahead of the other two. Like, and mm-hmm. by substantially, they'd only moved up marginally by the end of it where they'd taken like big position gains and then fell back to only being kind of a little bit forward. Could have been ebb and flow. And then this one that originally out of the gate had taken losses. Um, a lot of people reported stuff like that. They got hit real bad. And then uh, as the... Um the effect of the update seems to, um, well, I guess, how to say this, as the effect of the update fully rolled out. Because when Google does a core update, they're not necessarily only updating one thing. No. They may be six to seven or eight things that they're tweaking in one large update. That's unlikely because um, you, you want, just for version control's sake, you want to know yeah. the effects of, of, of what you're doing. So you don't want to do too many things. But um, there may not be a direct line between um, the, uh, the original update, losing position and gaining position. There may be a whole bunch of stuff that happens in between. And um, I think a lot, of, a lot of websites reported that exact same thing. They went down a little bit of flux up and down up and down up and down then they then suddenly boom they not only recovered but found themselves in a better position than they they started in right well and we can we can think of many many scenarios here where historical data would not would need to cascade forward so uh or i don't mean historical data but i mean where the historical map of something that's going on would not necessarily cascade well into a into a new environment which is why things like this would roll out and, and an example just off the off the top of my head so uh, hopefully it, it gets enunciated correctly or, or sort of described correctly i guess enunciated is the wrong word but um if if we took something like page rank and said we're going to readjust the way page rank flows through a system that's that's the thing we're addressing with this core update we're going to adjust how page rank flows on the initial update you will have gone okay, everything has its new starting spot. Like everything sort of freezes and now we're going to have to rerun our calculations because you've adjusted the way the algorithm is going to calculate page rank. But it's going to have a starting point. And that starting point is going to be as soon as this this update starts rolling out. So everything's going to get messed up because the page rank being passed to a three levels deep page won't have been impacted by the new algorithm yet. So it's all of a sudden going to pop based on its old or drop based on its old. It, it will be adjusted based on its old metrics going, we rank based on this in page rank now. Because I, and I'm trying to think of things that then cascade to how do we pass links? How do we pass link weight? How do we pass anchor text weight based on the page rank of a page, right? So all of a sudden we've hit like a reset button and then 
as things start to age out, as the algorithm starts to to sort of deal with the fact that it has to run its crawlers through the system, that page this new page rank algorithm is now passing, you know, repeatedly through the site and through the external links, things start to stabilize and, and return. So I think what we saw is, and I'm not saying it was page rank at all that was part of this, but it was a system that went on its first iteration, it was using old data with a new algorithm. Then it cascaded its its weight through be it whatever system it was. And, and then we saw things start to stabilize. I, I don't think they were fixing it like our old Google dance days where we'd see, Oh, eight no, of the no, data no, centers yeah, switched. No. no, way back. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. This was, this was the function of the, of the, of algorithm, the algorithm running yeah. itself through a uh, index composed of literally trillions of objects. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did lose, or if you feel hard done by the, uh, the update, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what there is to do about it, but there's a bunch of um, a bunch of areas you might want to look at. There's your content area. Um, there's the type of expertise you're trying to pass forward, and are you really doing it with the finesse of an expert or the blunt force uh, trauma of a salesperson? Um, how are you presenting? Uh, how how is the website itself? Does it look good? Is it easy to use? Can the user get from point A to point B uh, to point Z and get out again? Um, did your uh, competition do well? What are they doing? These are these are questions you got that you can ask, and 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 that it mightn't give you the exact answer um, to why you lost, mm-hmm. but it might. <laughs> but here's the thing: Google's not going to give you the answer. No, there's no magic bullet there. One thing that may be worth mentioning is that Google may have given us the answer in what area it's in, but they, I think they gave it to us about a month ago mm-hmm. where they were going to roll out passage ranking in this month. And then all of a sudden we have a massive core update. Yeah. Could it be that that update is to facilitate the kind of content uh, ranking system that they are about to try and roll out? My stomach says absolutely, but I remember, I think it was, was it Sullivan? Was it Danny Sullivan or John Mueller who said, yeah, it's just a coincidence? Yeah, and it could be. But uh, but they could be lying. They, they could be. <laughs> I, mean, like, you know I don't want that to be the last thing that we said on our show in, 20, in 2020. <laughs> they could be massaging the truth. They could. <laughs> um, no, Danny, Danny and, and John tell, tell the best that they can. Um, honestly, they do. Indeed, indeed. And I don't blame them. Us pesky SEOs do it. Something I want to give a hat tip to just before we we close out, and it is good news and something for people to to pay attention to. Um, Bing. Yeah, Bing. The Mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, Webmaster Tools, which I have talked about endlessly on the show. Anyway, it now um, sort of groups together with Clarity, Microsoft Clarity, which launched about a month ago. It's their analytics Mm -hmm. platform. if you're not using it, I've been using it for a few clients. It does recordings. It does heat mappings. It does like it does some amazing stuff. So, folks, if you weren't going into Bing Webmaster Tools because Dave said it gives you better data about your site, it's probably the best free SEO tool out there as far as crawlers go. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Now, with, with Clarity, the ability to see recordings of people through your site, heat maps of what they're doing on your pages, and, and a whole lot more. 100% you, you need to do it. Do you, uh, b- before we go, do you it's got a message, a holiday message, New Year's, anything? Like it's, uh, anything you want to say to the audience? 
You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just thanks. Oh, oh, I I hope that some of our insights or, or what I like to hope were insights, um, you know, were helpful as, as people were trying to struggle through this year. And uh, I'll see you on the other side, Ray. Yeah. Um, like friends, thank you so much for for listening uh, listening to Webmaster Radio and Webcology on Webmaster Radio this year in 2020. It's been the worst year, the, the hardest year I think many of us have faced in our lives. Um, but we pulled through. We uh, and in many ways, I think our our community and our uh, our industry is is is, is stronger for um, for what we've gone through. It's going to be a really weird couple of weeks. Um, please do everything you can to keep yourselves safe. Um, nobody wants the, we're, we're, we're so close to coming out of COVID and think about it. Nobody wants to be the last person to die in the war. So there's a vaccine just around the corner, but we're not out of the woods yet. Please, I'm please, please, please wear a mask, distance yourself from people, slow the spread of this virus three a third of a million americans have died in the last nine months because of this virus do everything you can to slow the spread have a safe and happy christmas have a safe and a happy new year don't do anything terribly stupid and try to do all the smart things you can uh again we're out here next week or the week after stay safe be well rank well happy new year we'll talk to you in 2021 opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. To all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY podcasting system. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. For maximum customer engagement 